the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you in a government union job? If you are, did you know that you don't have to join the union? And did you know that you don't have to pay union dues if you aren't a member of the union? Or maybe looking into 2024, you're going to get a new job and uh, you're expecting to work for an organization that has a government union. You don't have to join the union to get the job. Now, I tell you that because unions don't often do a good job of being forthcoming about your rights as an employee. Now, those rights were established in a Supreme Court decision five years ago. Since that time, the Freedom Foundation has been helping free government employees from union bondage. If you opt out of your union, you're going to save about $1,100 per year. Plus, that money doesn't go to union bosses who monolithically support progressive candidates, ideology, and activism. The stuff that's going on in our schools that you want to pull your hair out about, that you go, how in the world are we so upside down? Because unions are powerful. They have a ton of money. And so the Freedom Foundation is a sponsor and partner of the Ohio Press Network, where I'm editor-in-chief, and we're grateful for their work and their education of the masses And if you want to learn more or you want to opt out or you want to help a family member or someone you care about opt out, go to optouttoday.com. That's optouttoday.com. It's simple. It's seamless. And you can get the ball rolling there right now. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for your work and for your support. Before we went to break, we were talking about this GOP presidential debate on Wednesday. Now, many of you may be Trump supporters and you may be going, I don't care. He's not going to be there. He's leading the race by six touchdowns, so why would I even consider it? Here's why. The grassroots organization, Super PAC, Americans for Prosperity, uh, is going to pour in something like $70 million to Nikki Haley's campaign. They believe they have a path forward. I didn't get to get the... Uh, details, the innards of of what they believe that path forward is, certain that they don't want to reveal their cards and let their opponents know. But I I have a few guesses. So looking at the polls right now, Trump is sitting at 61% nationally. DeSantis just under 14%. Haley 10. uh, Ramaswamy right around 4.7 to 5%. Now, Iowa, that's where the first... GOP primary will take place on the 15th. Trump's at 47, significantly lower than the national polling, followed by DeSantis at 17, Haley at 14. Now, New Hampshire, which is the second place that they'll have a Republican primary on the 23rd of January, Trump's at even lower, 45. Haley's at 
almost 19. Chris Christie's at 11. Uh, I laugh because I want to know who those 11% are who support Chris Christie. I call him. Put your mask on Ohioans, Chris Christie. Do you remember when he was on the the DeWine uh, Variety Hour show every day during the COVID response? He came on and said, you need to wear your masks. That's Chris Christie. Uh, and and he's, he has really one position, orange man bad. But he's sitting at 11. And then DeSantis is 7.7. So why, why, why am I going into those numbers? Okay, wake up. I didn't want to put you to sleep. But earlier in the year, the scuttlebutt was that DeSantis could pick off Trump support and get never Trump voters because he was simply a cleaner candidate. Not as much baggage, not as, I don't know, arrogant, not as many mean tweets. And uh, Trump's pending trials, we were told, we're going to wreak havoc on his finances, which I'm sure is true, his, his, his attention, and they were going to plummet him in the polls. Not so fast, as Lee Corso would say on College Game Day. Um, we were also told Trump just can't win the general election in November 2024. If he's the nominee, then Biden has a cakewalk to the second term. Even if he, even if he can't talk or walk, he figuratively would have a, a cakewalk to a second term. But now, despite the club for growth money, there's a very narrow path for someone to beat Trump in the primary. And I don't say despite, I mean, I guess considering the club for growth money. And there's now clear evidence that Trump can win in November. But that's 11 months away and things can change. Here's here's what I think to be the only way Trump can lose in the primary. And I think you're starting to see it already by only three candidates being on stage Wednesday, Burgum dropping out today. I mean, which he essentially has to. But uh, everyone who isn't Trump has to drop out. Everyone. And their supporters must acclimate around whoever the unity candidate is. Right now, it appears to be Nikki Haley. So let's do the math on this right now using the first state with a Republican primary. That would be Iowa. Trump's at 47% in Iowa. Here's where the rest of the field is. DeSantis, 17.3. Haley, 14.3. Tim Scott, who dropped out of the race, 6. Vivek, 5. Chris, wear your mask, Ohio. Christie, four. Doug Burgum, 2.7. Asa Hutchinson, 0.3. So if all of that support for each of those eight candidates who aren't Trump flipped for, say, Nikki Haley, that would mean that technically she could compile 49.6% to 47% for Donald Trump, all things being equal, and, and win that primary vote. Here's why I don't think that's possible with just one swipe. Vivek's people, they're not going to wholesale support an anti-Trump candidate. I, I believe, I think there are more pro-Trump DNA people that are energized by Vivek than the rest of the field per capita. I truly believe that. So there's a 5% swing there. Maybe it's 6%. And here's why I think Trump's lead will widen. We'll talk about it a little bit here, and we, we may talk about it in the next segment too. Our affiliate at the Ohio Press Network is Real Clear Politics. 
That's who provided the numbers we just talked about. Now, the outlet also published a story last week that I, I want to look at. And the headline reads, not only can Trump win, right now he's favored to win. And I think that fact alone will bolster his numbers. So there's a strange disjunction in the discourse about the 2024 elections. On the one hand, when presented with the proposition Trump can win, people will nod their heads sagely and say something along the lines of, well, of course he can. Only a fool would believe to the contrary. At the same time, whenever polling emerges showing that Donald Trump is performing well in 2024 matchups, a deluge of panicked articles, tweets, social media posts, and the like emerge, reassuring readers that polls aren't predictive, right? Polls don't win elections, votes do, and providing a variety of reasons that things will improve for President Joe Biden. As the saying goes, actions speak louder than words. Elections analysts seem to know that they are obliged to mouth the words that Trump can win, but deep down, they don't believe those words. The notion that Biden is the favorite is deeply internalized, likely for a number of reasons. So let's set the record straight. Trump can win. Not in a maybe if all the stars align and then Russia changes the vote totals kind of way, just flat out Trump can win. Ben Smith, formerly of the New York Times and BuzzFeed, probably just got it. Got excited there. Russia collusion. The hoax. Uh, we'll talk more about how and why Trump can win in November 2024. When you get into some of the weeds stuff, it's pretty stunning. Which will lead me to one of my conclusions that I'll tease right now. There is going to be a tremendous effort to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't win in 24. Tremendous effort. The music got my attention. I was uh, headlong into a news report, and we'll talk about this a little later, but uh, the Columbus Dispatch is reporting that former uh, Public Utilities Commission of Ohio Chairman Sam Randazzo is indicted today on bribery and fraud charges in federal court. Now, Randazzo was PUCO director, was chairman, when House Bill 6 got over the finish line and house bill six is the bill that uh, essentially got Larry householder and a handful of others in trouble uh, for $60 million of bribery. And now Sam Randazzo may be paying the piper. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but it was long speculated that something would happen. I mean, first energy in a deferred agreement last year said, Hey, we, we paid this guy like 4.2 or $4.3 million in, in bribery money. Um, so not surprised, just, uh, it's finally coming to fruition. And, uh, as you will remember from last week, Governor DeWine and Lieutenant Governor John Husted are, uh, under the microscope, not necessarily being investigated, but records are sought from DeWine's office. And I do believe that John Husted, uh, has to give a deposition. So 
uh, more on the Randazzo story next. But I, I want to put a bow on this discussion, this fascinating discussion about Donald Trump and whether anyone can unseat him in the Republican primary. He is the leader of the party right now. And um, whether he has a chance to win if he wins the GOP nomination, because remember, for the past year, we've been hearing Trump's going to win the nomination and Republicans are going to lose the White House again. And then we're going to go to hell in a handbasket, essentially. But as this opinion piece in Real Clear Politics discusses, Trump can win. When this piece was written last week, Trump was up on Biden 2.6 percentage points nationally. Not only is he up in the Republican primary, he was up on Joe Biden. Now, this is Trump's largest lead in real clear politics averages to date. Not for 2024, ever. To put that in perspective, in 2016, Trump led Hillary Clinton for all of five days in the national RCP average. Each of those days in the immediate aftermath of the Republican convention. He led in 29 polls taken over the course of the entire campaign. In 2020, Trump never led Biden in the national RCP average, never. He briefly closed to within four points in early January of 2020, but that's it. He led in five polls all cycle. Okay, well, what about this cycle? He's led in many since mid-September. He's led in more polls in the past three weeks than he did against Biden in all of 2019 and 2020. Now, you're smart. You understand. Polls aren't always indicative. And you also may be thinking that we don't elect our president via popular vote yet. Though that's what the Marxists want. That's what the Democrats want. That's why they obsess about democracy. Um, but we do it through the electoral college. So it's not a direct popular vote. So of course we have to look at Trump's current position in the polls with respect to each state or what we would call battleground, battle, battleground states. And the results there are even more striking. He has consistently outperformed his polling by the way. And his electoral college positioning has consistently been stronger than his national positioning. That's important to remember. That doesn't mean that this will necessarily hold in 2024. And at some point there's going to be a worsening position for the GOP because let's face it. uh, There is a dynamic that has uh, put Republicans at a disadvantage in, in the suburbs. And I don't know if that's been allocated yet. But let's look at state-level polling. Uh, In 2016, Trump never led a poll in Wisconsin. He was never within more than three points of Hillary Clinton there. He led in a single poll in Michigan and a single poll in Pennsylvania. He led in North Carolina. Never exceeded two points, though, in that lead in the RCP averages, while in Florida his largest lead was 1.2 points in 2020. By comparison, Trump led Biden in Florida in the RCP averages briefly 
in October and March of that year. In Arizona, it was the same story. North Carolina was a little better for Trump as he led in the RCP average perhaps a quarter of the time. In Ohio, Trump led only six polls all cycle in 2020. He led in five polls in Pennsylvania. In Michigan, it was five polls. And in Wisconsin, it was four. What does the state polling show today? Trump leads in the RCP average in Michigan for the first time ever. In the average, not just a poll, in the RCP average in Michigan, Trump leads for the first time right now ever in Michigan. Pennsylvania, he leads for the first time ever and has led in most polls there. He narrowly trails Biden in Wisconsin, but has already led in almost as many polls as he led in that state in 2016 and 2020 combined. His 0.7% deficit compares to his previous best showing in the state, a 3.5% deficit in August of 2020. So he's only down 0.7 now. In Florida, Trump has led or tied in every poll, including some double-digit leads. Arizona, he leads by five in the RCP average. Georgia, he leads by six in the RCP average. Ohio, now polling here is sparse, but he leads by 10. Some polls, the latest U.S. Senate poll, showed that he was between 12 and 15 points ahead in the Buckeye State. In other words, analyzing this election correct, correctly isn't just a matter of giving lip service to the notion that Trump can win the election. The correct position right now is that Trump is better positioned in the polls to win this election than any GOP nominee since at least 2004. Not only that, he habitually overperforms in his polls. Frankly, if you're willing to set favorites this far out, you should almost certainly declare Donald Trump the favorite. Does this mean that Trump will win the presidency in 2024? Absolutely not. There are good arguments why perceptions of the economy will improve between now and then. Uh, Remember that Barack Obama was in a similar position economically 11 months out. Things turned. Perhaps Trump will underperform his polling this time as the GOP did in 2022, although maybe he won't. There are good arguments that Trump's criminal trials will erode his standing in the polls, although having watched Trump scandals unfold for the better part of four decades now, maybe they won't. These all make for fun speculation and are useful reminders that if a week is a lifetime in politics, then a year is a very, very long time. Uh, Analysts should, of course, feel free to indulge in gaming out the possibilities. But when the conversation returns to what we do know, there honestly is only one correct answer. Trump can win the election and is well positioned to do so. That makes Wednesday's debate all the more interesting, doesn't it? Hour number two of The Bruce Hooley Show is up next. Stay tuned to 98.9 FM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.